Almost live from Los Angeles, it's another episode of LAFC Podcast. Welcome again to another episode of LAFC Podcast. Uh, one quick note before we get started, just wanted to let everybody know that tomorrow is banter hour at Beer Belly, so if you're interested in LAFC, you listen to the podcast and want to hang out, uh, have a little bit of a conversation, talk about what's going on with LAFC, stop by and see us tomorrow at 2 p.m. at Beer Belly in Koreatown. Uh, glad to have with me today again, Alex Olshansky. Uh, been a little while, Alex, but uh, good to have you back. Yeah. Yeah, and how, uh, well, that being said, how much do you really read into, uh, you know, this early in the season, Atlanta's successes and Minnesota's uh, relative lack of success? Uh, do you read into that a lot, or is it about what you expected? Uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit against the narrative, which is that, you know, I think the idea is, you know, historically teams that have already existed in USL or, you know, in other lower leagues before um, coming into MLS generally even even as expansion sides generally did better and where like true total expansion sides where the entire roster just came out of nothing uh, have tended to fare worse so it's really early but it's against that narrative I truthfully you know as long time MLS watchers know um, you really can't it's a long season and like oftentimes Yeah, well, and they've, they've had pretty drastic uh, differences in the way they've built their rosters, too. Um, Atlanta's certainly spending a lot more money, so uh, rumors are that there's some concern out there with Minnesota's uh, approach within the league. Um, you know, I mean, they've ultimately, to their, I mean, credit and to their uh, potential demise, they've, they've just trusted the guys they know, uh, which I think there's something great to be said for that. But at the same time, it's also uh, a pretty big leap of faith to say you think that, you know, these lower division players can get it done in MLS. Yeah. No, I think um, maybe we're getting to that point now, you know, where, you know, I think a lot of people have that you can kind of field, you know, just like a good mix of, like, you know, not like stars, but, you know, solid professional players and with the right tactics and coaching, you know, else you can get success. Um, maybe the league has, you know, the level, sorry, has risen such that um, you can't 
Exactly, and that really draws us to our uh, main topic today. Um, LAFC announced, uh, well, quietly announced that four new owners are coming in on Good Day LA, um, and you know a lot of that revolves around expectations and uh, you know could potentially change expectations. We know who one of the owners are is. Uh, I started a rumor about who one of them is, and I'm not sure if it's true or not. But uh, <laughs> and not really so sure about the other two. But if you know the other 27 or so or uh, any indication, uh, I think we can have make some pretty big assumptions about who they might be or what type of background they might have. Um, so for you as both uh, the resident MBA on the show and uh, a soccer fan, like how do you see it? Is it uh, just a collection of more assets and more possibilities? Is it too many cooks in the kitchen? Like what's going on? I don't have my MBA yet, but maybe in a month or two I feel a little more confident I can okay. on this. I'm sure that month's um, going to make a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I tend to think of it as maybe like too many cooks in the kitchen. So they're going to, you know, herald it as we have this expertise, you know, I forget who mentioned it, but you know, um, on speed dial basically you can get contacts and you know, and basically, you know, valuable information on any segment of the business world with, you know, one owner, right? So, you know, uh, any, like, marketing initiative, you know, you've got, like, a couple, like, guys who are experts at that, that on the ownership team. So I understand, you know, the pitch. I understand that, the arguments for that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's about, you know, the team is about making decisions and... Um, it's. I think, in my opinion, it's probably best to have that process as streamlined as possible, and ideally, in just a few hands, in terms of the real decisions of how the club operates. Otherwise, um, you might have an obfuscated, you know, vision and goals, and you know, you you may have kind of mud, you know, muddied your your strategy. Um, so I, I tend not really get excited when I hear about new owners joining um, unless to the extent you know they're going to like buy out positions of other owners who aren't really pulling their weight or who have lost interest along the way um, I, I prefer one really strong one or two really strong owners over a hodgepodge of kind of like limited interest parties but that's just my opinion do you think it's fair to say that um, you know this massive combination of assets and experience ought to raise expectations of fans? Because it, it, currently in MLS, well, I mean maybe Minnesota now, but uh, I, I think you know sh- with what Chicago has done in the off season, what Colorado did last year, you really have to kind of lean towards New England as being you know the one sort of weighing the league down and uh, I did a little research before the show and was looking at it and uh, Mr. Kraft is worth you know over five billion dollars and New England Revolution's uh, annual budget for 27 I think was somewhere around forty dollars give or take (laughs) and and like and their fans are getting really fed up I mean I obviously it's you know that's not completely how business works uh, by any stretch, 
but at the same time when you are putting together that sort of uh you know power in ownership doesn't it does it change everything in terms of your expectations does you know signing the caliber of dp you should expect to see is if is it fair to drastically raise those expectations yeah well i think lafc is a different sort of position in that you know they they're spending a ton of money up front before they even play the game right you, you got the expansion fee you've got all these carrying costs of running the franchise you've got you know buying the stadium building that out training facilities academy on and on and on you literally have spent Yeah. Well, uh, that being said, also, uh, indications are at least, you know, before this current wave of uh, owners coming in, which maybe it will change it and sort of what I'm hinting at, uh, that uh, at least immediately and certainly by 2017, that training facilities will be shared. Uh, They will be working with someone else on that. And that, you know, that they haven't purchased land and they certainly don't have anything under construction as far as training grounds go. Uh, is it, I mean, is this sort of influx like, you know, and as far as that goes as well, do you think that is especially, you know, it's in terms of them gaining an asset and owning the property and how do you think that that's something that would be more likely to be invested in uh, even more so now or do you not see it as really making a big difference? Um, I think it probably doesn't move the needle too much, at least initially for me. Um, I think I think probably what's more important is the is the main stadium construction and and then roster construction and getting those things right are probably of more importance at least initially. Some of the other stuff you can figure out down the line. Um, what about Zlatan? Uh, you think they should be concerned about that? Because uh, if we're being honest, and, uh, I've been thinking all along in the last year or so that the Galaxy have done very little to even acknowledge that LAFC is coming. Uh, pretended like it's not an issue, like they're not threatened. And uh, for me, in the back of my mind, I was always thinking like either one, 
they're completely have their head in the sand and they're just insane or two they have some sort of trump card up their sleeve um do you think uh having zlatan come to the galaxy changes everything or is that a uh or is it really not that big of a deal I mean, they're certainly in an advantageous position where they can, uh, you know, essentially, uh, just purely because of timeline, I mean, the LAFC's going to have to start making moves sooner than later. Uh, I mean, they did sign their first player, first player ever for the team uh, to a sign-and-loan deal, uh, which was a little anticlimactic, but, you know, a, a good journeyman player who's from L.A., um has had was drafted by Chivas USA, which uh, people are pretty split on the tie with that, um, considering the history. But uh, you know, it's it was a move that was made, so the ball is rolling. But uh, you know, I don't know that you can really draw too many conclusions from who their first player ever was. It certainly it was not the type of mood I move I would have expected from a team that you know clearly wants to make a splash and. Uh, loves touting their own historic moves and things of that nature, but um, you know it's it, it, it's it's it really does feel like they're in sort of like a a standoff uh, with the galaxy a little bit, and uh, that they're clearly waiting as long as possible. They're already, uh, as far as manager goes, they're you know at this point uh, both uh, well. NYCFC and I believe uh, Atlanta had already announced managers by this point. Um, maybe not Tata. I could be wrong, but uh, but certainly NYCFC did. Um, it, so you know, it, they really uh, to say you know it's it's something that I've uh, mentioned previously before is a slight complaint that doesn't really at least publicly, which you know is all we can really hold them accountable to doesn't really seem like there's a huge sense of urgency uh, um, until yesterday. Team of LAFC to to make these 
guys, but I guess I'll be critical of the lack of moves, um, you know, especially when you're jumping to other, uh, as you mentioned, NYCFC, also Atlanta, teams that were very decisive in terms of naming, you know, uh, Jason Christ very early on for NYCFC, saying this is our identity, we're building around you know, his vision for the club, never mind that they let him go after a year, um, or, or Atlanta, Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is, uh, you know, it's, it, it's really hard to say what the, how it's com- going to all come together at this point, but, uh, uh, well, and even, like, it's, it was another, uh, topic that popped up recently, they just recently sent out the survey asking people about, you know, what part, sections in the stadium they would prefer sitting in with potential prices and how that would influence them. It was, you know, a third-party survey that was conducted. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think for that, even, you know, in presumably because of the competition in the market, not because of their own plans, that, you know, even with that, with, you know, probably 15,000 season ticket deposits right now, other than the, like, premium seats the you know they haven't even committed to pricing on seats yet which uh i'm i know they're going to start you know in a matter of uh what three four months uh start really collecting and converting those uh so it's yeah they're they're not giving themselves a very big window to make a lot happen yeah well you know it's it's your question a little bit in terms of you know what um yeah, I, you know, I don't know if the disconnect is, but they're, def- they're definitely behind the ball on, on those sorts of issues. I don't know if it's been a lack of investment in the right areas, personnel-wise, you know, do you, is the staff ready for some of these things, or, or is it just, you know, just kind of cracks? I, yeah, I don't know. But it's definitely cause for concern either way. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really like, I mean, they have high interest and I I mean, people are showing a lot of interest. A lot of people put a lot of money down and ultimately it's, you know, I guess they're trying to see things squeeze a few more dollars out, uh, which for me uh, just doesn't really seem like a smart approach uh, because it's, you know, as a percentage, it can't possibly be impacting the prices that much uh, to like, to, to me, like, Airing on the side of transparency seems like a far better approach. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, all of that is very interesting. I know people are getting more and more excited. Uh, people went to, as you saw, went to the uh, Academy U12 game uh, last weekend, which had a crazy turnout, a lot of fun. Uh Huge main thing, two thing main things really jumped out at me. Uh, uh, first and foremost, there looked to be a lot of really good players. Um, uh, I was a little surprised that no one really seemed dominant. Uh, usually, I remember when I was at that age, even when playing for some really good teams, there was usually one or two players who really stood out. 
Um, I didn't really get that sense. Um, and but on a positive note, was pretty shocked honestly, and it's you know been happening for over a year now. But I mean, they were they drew the Galaxy's team twice, uh, and for the Galaxy to have you know that big of a head start and that many years ahead of LAFC for them to be fielding a team that's I mean, granted it's U twelve, but fielding a team that's 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 equal is you know and getting that sort of caliber player uh is you know is pretty impressive yeah no it's it's fun to see the the colors out there it's the first ever our representative you know player representative for the club are like 11 years old so you you gotta appreciate that um yeah no i mean it's, it's definitely like a step in the right direction for sure um, and it's nice to see the, like the supporters out there. You get kind of a sense of what the culture is going to be like around the club, at least from the supporter section view. I think it'll be it'll be good. You know, I, I think the supporter section will be strong, and that's my anticipation. So I, I uh, yeah, I think it's pretty encouraging. You know, both from an academy perspective and like seeing the support. You know, I think it's pretty cool. Definitely, yeah, and it's. Uh... It, and it, that also, you know, sets a certain level of expectations where, uh, you know, people running the academy or, you know, <laughs> definitely if, in terms of with fans, certainly going to be under the microscope probably more than <laughs> any team like that normally ever would be. That's for sure. Because people are, uh, maybe it's just be, in part because there's uh, not the first team yet, but, you know, people are definitely paying attention to every detail of what's happening with the academy. Um, yeah, so uh, that's looking good there. Um, well, I think that pretty much covers everything for now. We should be getting those big um, ownership announcements next, you know, possibly as soon as next week. Uh, uh, from what I've heard, um, it's going to be exciting, especially one, you know, major owner coming in. That's going to be really interesting to see how that impacts, especially in the uh 2.0 management uh to see who's really still going to be hands-on see if that changes at all again uh and you know if, if anyone leaves like there, there, there's a lot of things that could happen with that uh that we don't quite know yet and uh have to have to assume you know more player announcements and things like that are coming fast and furious yeah Beyond the thirty-man roster, yeah, yeah, they, they, they've gone beyond. There's a couple on injured reserve, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it, it'll be interesting. But yeah, it is, it is kind of fun that it's basically been the most exciting stuff around LAFC has been the ownership announcement. So you know, keep it coming. I like it. Yeah, it's you know, it's good, and then we'll see you know if there's any sort of shakeup or uh, you know what's going to really happen with that. You know, there. It could be very good. It could go horribly wrong. I mean, if there any sort of power struggle erupts or anything like that, uh, it, it's going to be very interesting to see. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk about players and team a lot more very soon as well and uh, talk about that yeah. sort of stuff a little less. Yeah, 
Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for coming on the show again. Uh, it's good chatting with you. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks and uh, share some thoughts on it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Alex. Thanks a lot. Yeah, 